Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Time now for Dan Issel and Louis Rabot, right here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. Good Thursday morning, everybody. This is Issel and Louie, ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. However, you're listening this morning. Thanks for joining us. Louis, we're doing our first remote together. Second remote, Dan. How are you? What? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> we did the Breeders' Cup, the second remote. This is actually I, our third remote if you count Breeders' Cup. Well, you have two, well yeah. We went to Kentucky Downs, my friend. Oh, This is our yeah. first non-horse racing yeah, remote. Never this mind. Is, forget, this is normal people, non-degenerates, hanging out in a beautiful place that isn't Keeneland. Yeah, yeah forget what I said. <laughs> no, we're here at uh, Martini's Bistro in the paddock shops. Yeah. And uh, we want to thank everybody here for helping us out along the way. Um and and right off the top, I just have to say, God bless you. Okay. It it took you oh. about forty five <laughs> minutes to get all of this stuff connected. You tried everything, yeah. and finally, about three <laughs> minutes ago, you hit on it. So in, in good true, for you. In true six eighty style, no notes from anyone before I got here. Yeah. I'll just take the equipment. It's good. You're good. Yeah. And I yeah. and I've used the other equipment before. Very, very good. This one I had. I'm using a stick mic. I, I'm going to guess the whole thing. I'm going to guess this equipment is about your age. <laughs> sounds right. Yeah, sounds right. Well, I can't believe it works on Wi-Fi. It's a little. But it's strange. but it's great to be with you. It's great to be back I'm, in the it, bluegrass state. Nice to see you. A good yep. Dan Issel hug this morning. I um, I also was looking around this place and realizing we kind of don't fit in here. This is a little too. No, this is a little. Yeah. This is a little above. <laughs> this is a little above us. This is a, this is a nice place. If you haven't been to Martini's Bistro, you got to get out here. Yeah. I mean, now I, I've I've eaten here a number of times, even before they sponsored the show. But uh, this is about the best Italian food you can get in Louisville. It's a ter- terrific experience, and look, it's ten bucks to go through the drive-through of McDonald's now. Come out here and spend fifteen bucks and lunch. Have a much ten. I went uh, through. I, I went through Wendy's. I don't. I don't go. I, <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, McDonald's. I. Uh, I. I no, never mind. Uh, <laughs> but I go through Wendy's, and the other day, wait, 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 I, wait, 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 yeah. wait. Why don't you go to McDonald's? You have some kind of like because there are like ten choices out there that are better. Oh, got it. It's a quality thing, better. not like a political or something. Oh no, 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 no. All right, keep no, going. Yeah, okay. No, right, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I remember when McDonald's was it. Right. I mean, when you talk fast food restaurants, you <laughs> had one it? choice. No, that's right. But now there's like 10 choices that are better than McDonald's. So that's why I don't go there. <laughs> no. But I went through Wendy's the other day. I got two hamburgers and a salad. Oh, yeah. It was like $23. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's 
Yeah. 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 It is what it is. That's an odd moment. <laughs> Dennis and Louis Rebeau, we're out here at Italian, uh, Mart- uh, Martini Italian Bistro, excuse me, martinilul.com if you want to hang out with us. Normal show. Um, yeah. Otherwise, Ben yeah. Roberts at 1030, Jay Davis at 11, so uh, make great, sure you do that. A great article about Mike and his Jersey retirement by Ben this morning. Which if, is, if, you are, if you're a Kentucky fan and you don't subscribe to the Herald-Leader, I mean, they, they have decided that that is the sports section is where they're going to invest their money. Agreed. Because uh, yeah. they have got some great writers and a lot of great writers at the, at the uh, Herald-Leader. But really nice, really nice story about Mike this morning. Uh, question on the text line, are you a baked potato and chili guy at Wendy's? Uh, no, I'm a chili guy. Okay. I'm a chili guy. I'm not, uh, you know, why, why take two things that are good and screw it up by putting it together? Okay. You know, why would you put, I mean, put, put, put butter, sour cream, maybe some bacon bits no, no chili. All right. Well, no, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, no, no chili on my baked potato. Well, you've already made money this morning. Yes. Because yes. Kenny Payne won that game. Who that? <laughs> Who that? Who that say going to beat them Cardinals? <laughs> oh, that's great, man. Oh. I told, and, and I was really disappointed because I saw the crowd. And I told those Cardinal fans they were going to win last night. You call it. And, and they, didn't, they didn't show up. <laughs> Come on, card fans! I mean, we we have hit, we have stared in the abyss, and we have risen from the ashes. It's probably too late to make the NCAA tournament. They could win but, the conference tournament, but but I think this, yeah, they could. How about that? Yeah, right. Go make a run. Yeah, right. Uh, no, but I think this team has NIT written all over it. I think I think this. I think they'll get Okorafor up to where he can play at least twelve minutes without falling out. I think I think they're, you know, we've seen the darkness. We're we're looking at the light now, Louis. I can't remember a player quite like a core for where it's just guaranteed fouls. I mean, just just an absolute guaranteed foul. But he is. That's what he is. Uh, I I, it's obvious you can see there's there's potential with a core for, but it is. Rough around the edges. Yes, yes, yeah, it's sure. it's going to be a long it's going to be a long climb. And you know, not not to was, say not you, to say. Were you I, listening on the radio yesterday? Yes. So was there a, a moment when it got down to like two points? Yes. Where you thought, here we yes. go again. I, I, here yeah, we go. I thought that too. Here we go. And and I thought, especially when Lands threw the inbound pass yes. and and it got stolen, <laughs> then he fouled the guy again <laughs> with a chance to get it down to three. I thought, oh no, here we go again. But. Um, not to say I told you so, but I think somebody on this uh, station uh, earlier this week said something about winners playing better, and and I thought was, about that and was chastised <laughs> was chastised for that comment ruthlessly chastised. Yeah, yes. I, I what do you have? Nineteen and ten. He was very good. No, he I, very he's good. got a shot at all conference. I think. <laughs> Uh, by the way, the official attendance figure was 11,400. It always is because they announce, <laughs> please, how many times do I have to explain this to you? They announce how many tickets are sold. If there was 11,000 people in the Yum Center last night, what? I'll, you know what. <laughs> Actually, I don't. And what? give you half hour to draw a crowd. <laughs> That's the way the rest of that goes. <laughs> they do open at 11 o'clock here for lunch at uh, Martini Italian Bistro. So if you want to get out here and hang out with us, that would be great here in the paddock shops of the East End, hanging out. Dan Issel in town uh, for the Mike Pratt Memorial. Um, you had to fly into Nashville last night. Yes. How was the drive up? 
The drive was great okay. once we got started. How, I, was, how was getting a car? Oh, please. <laughs> Airlines at Nashville are awful. She said, join the, the Hertz. By the way, that's every line for everything in Nashville. Yeah. Long well, it's, it's that way for everything, <laughs> everything everywhere. Oh, okay. um, uh, we were just talking to Jim, and he said, business is great. They've survived the pandemic. They, they, business here is terrific. They just can't find anybody to, to wait on yeah, come, get a, get a, come get a job up here. Marcia. Yeah. This, this would be yeah. a great place to work, frankly. If Absolutely. You're, if you're a server, yeah, but sorry. anyway, so, so I, I did that. I joined the, the Hertz Club so that I could right. skip the line. I, I rented a car, prepaid it, Louie. Uh, three weeks ago, I paid for my car. Because it was unbelievable. If you prepaid, you got like $200, $200 off. Uh, so I prepaid, and um, they, they got nothing. Took me an hour and a half. They kept trying to rent me a car. I said, no, 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 no. I don't want to rent a car. I have already <laughs> rented a car. And this is the size. This is what I paid for. And here's my credit card. An hour and a half from the time we landed till we drove out of the Nashville airport. An hour and a half. And then, no, after that, it was sweet. I mean, we, we just zipped up here. It's less than, less than three hours. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad door-to-door drive if you're not actually going somewhere, right? Like if right, you're not going to right. a game or yeah. going to a concert or yeah. something. It's a pretty easy jaunt down to Nashville yeah. for sure. But I, we're here. That's the important part. <laughs> I, I didn't get the, oh, crap, I can't make it text, so I assumed you were yeah. going to show up this no, morning. No, yeah. no, that was the last time I was coming to town. I was supposed to be coming to town when was that? A couple of weeks ago, right? Well, I shared the Pistons couldn't even get out of Dallas last yeah, night. The freaking yeah. NBA team, so, right? Yeah, right. Oh, it's it's wild. So. If you look at the weather map, it looks like all that ice and snow. It looks like the line is just about Nashville. Right. Everything south of Nashville is shut down. I've gotten a question because you went through the Wendy's drive-through and you got a salad. Yes. Was the salad for you? Uh, yes. Do you care to explain yourself? Uh, Sherry. Sherry decided the first of the year that she was going to go on a diet and she was going to stick to it. And so I've been on one, too, and uh, trying to support her. So I didn't think it was fair to go through the drive through and get uh, a hamburger, a Dave's double and an order of French fries. So I, I ate a salad. But they it's good. They uh, uh, chicken Parmesan Caesar salad. It doesn't sound like a diet. Chicken Caesar? Is it a fried chicken? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> chicken Caesar. It's like a thousand calories. <laughs> don't listen. I don't listen to me, uh, Sherry. That's not. That's not what we're doing. I'm not trying to get you in trouble for no reason. Plus, I haven't had a beer for a month. So I know. that's lunch today, right? Maybe. Right. Okay. Depends on what uh, Puck, Puxatani Louie. Is Dampier's going to do? So. <laughs> He's coming out for the first. That's time right. In six We're going to see if Dampier sees his shadow this morning. He's he's coming out of his hole. So we we've been here for about you've been here like forty five minutes, right? How many how many autographs have you signed already? Uh, three, three, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, you always tell the story about what Coach Rupp told you yeah. about. Yeah, 
No, well, I mean, people, What's the- I mean, you sign your name. I mean, it's not like I'm making a huge, a huge effort to do this, and people are so appreciative. And like you know, like it's a like. But what a, did Coach Trump say? It's, it, I think it's a good story. Oh, it's a great story. We were out here at Freedom Hall, and uh, and I've told this story before. When we played Notre Dame New Year's Eve every year, yeah, uh, that was where Mike got his uh, career high and won the game for us one year. I think it was our senior year. But uh, we would have a shoot around uh, at Freedom Hall, and it would be open to the public. And the crazy Kentucky fans would darn near fill Freedom Hall to watch shoot around. And so afterwards, we're signing all these autographs, and it's taken us forever. Uh, I want to get back to the hotel and, you know, take my nap. And, and, and uh, maybe I said something complaining-wise. And Coach Rupp told me this, and, and I'll never, never forget it. He said, don't you dare worry about people asking you for your autograph. He said, "You worry when they stop asking," <laughs> and so uh, that—that's kind of uh, that—that—that's kind of what the rule I've lived by. Well, there you go. Get out here at eleven and make Dan sign his name. Uh, it's a little hanging out. A Martini Italian Bistro in the East End. MartiniLouisville.com. If you want to check out the menu there, lots of good lunch specials. Tricks now, I don't—I um, don't want to just skate by this this Louisville win. No, I, I think we should talk about. It. I agree. Yeah, no, I yeah. agree. Because I got an extra fifty in my pocket this morning. That is so, true. I so, pay my bets. I'm, yeah, I'm no, not Mark Blankenbaker. Right. I'm, I'm prompt on my bet. There payments. you go. Yeah. yeah. So I've got uh, I've got an extra fifty in my pocket. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, so where does Louisville go from here? I think they've got nine games left. I was looking at the schedule uh, last night after they won. I think they've got. Do they have nine left or do they have seven left? Maybe, maybe they have nine left, and there's seven of them that they have no shot in. Maybe that's maybe that's where I came I up. That's what you're maybe doing, that's yeah. where I came up with the number. I think that's what you're doing. They yeah, have nine games yeah. left. Yeah, yeah. They have. Uh, they they go. So they have Florida State this weekend uh, at home. Yeah, Florida State's. Playing it's a terrible a, matchup for them every single year. Yeah, Florida State's. And they're playing, playing considerably a lot better. Better, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Plus, Leonard I, Hamilton is a UK guy, but he's not a he's not a Cal coaching tree guy so he's a good, no he's no good he was a uk guy when <laughs> kenny Payne was in diapers i mean that goes he was a joe hall disciple yeah. um who do, who else so they I, go to Pitt, go to miami then they play virginia who's top 10 yeah no way clemson top 25 at duke and then at georgia tech yeah i, I thought there was one uh, georgia tech i thought they had a shot at are you the, thinking that maybe virginia tech at home is a possible yes win? yes because they're yes, that the was yeah, a possible okay. so i i figure they they could get if everything falls right they could get to five if if they win three games in conference does that change at all how you feel about their season no okay me neither okay no all right no 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 I will say, and it's and it's corny to say, it is it is nice to watch guys who are clearly in the dregs get a, get a win. Yeah, right. I yeah, because especially and, and you and I have talked about it, like like a guy like L. Ellis who's actually still trying. Yes, yeah. Actually gets to, I, I thought they all looked like they were trying last night. You know, the yeah. old Joe Mullaney line: <laughs> <laughs> "You're playing hard, but you're hurting us." Yeah. <laughs> that was all of Georgia Tech's team last night. <laughs> How would you like to be coaching that team? Oh, my goodness. That guy, you talk about resetting your career. You know, so like Satterfield's here, and he gets a chance to go get a new contract at Cincinnati. Right. Extend his head coaching $3 million a year thing. That's Josh Pastner. He had that job at Memphis, and then Georgia Tech opened, 
and he went to George Tech. People are like, that's not as good a job. I'm like, yeah, but he's not going to get fired right away. Right. He just extended that coaching tree. So it's uh, a, yeah, a little yeah. bit of a parallel there where he, you know, did, he pulled I, I, Scott Satterfield. I'm glad you mentioned Satterfield. I saw the other day I was scrolling the Internet, and I saw this story about coaching hires in college football. And they only had like five or six of them. And they gave grades. Hmm. Like uh, Prime at Colorado sure. was an A+. Plus. Oh, okay. Uh, do you know he has the number 23 recruiting class in the country? And he says he's not done. He's bringing more luggage. Well, especially if, <laughs> if it's transfer portal stuff. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, he was an A+. Plus. Luke Fickle to uh, Wisconsin. If that doesn't work, was an A. It, it just, you know, once in a while those kinds of hires happen and you're like, "Oh, that's a home run." And then they don't work. Yeah. That yeah. W- that yeah. would be the one where I would be stunned if it doesn't. Yeah, if it doesn't. He just seems to fit there so well. You, you know, uh, out of the 5 or 6 grades, you know who got the lowest grade? <laughs> Cincinnati, baby. Let's go. <laughs> a little Bearcat action on a, on a C, Thursday. They got a C <laughs> They got a C minus for Satterfield. <laughs> Do you know what's wild? Their two finalists when they hired Fickle were Fickle and Satterfield. Yeah, I, can, no, you imagine, people, can you imagine the disaster that would have been hiring Scott Satterfield? Louis, people forget what a hot oh, yeah. commodity Satterfield yeah. was. It was like it was like uh, every national guy adored him coming out of Africa. Yeah, everyone. It was like Billy Clyde <laughs> going to going to Kentucky when Kentucky hired wrong. Gillespie. He was the hottest guy going wrong. in college basketball. Yeah, you talk about not working out. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, Fickle in Wisconsin, if that doesn't work uh, legitimately, it's it it will just show how hard it is to hire coaches. Yeah, yeah. Because he just he seems to fit so frequently. No, I, I agree. So, I agree. But, but, but they get the win. I mean, so you, you told me one time that you were only ever once on a losing team yes. in your playing career. 25 years. And it was brutal. Awful. How did the wins feel that season – Late in the year, like we are with Louisville basketball. Now get it over with. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Get it over with. Uh, we had uh, we had some people that continued to play hard because you know they well, contracts and different things. Sure. Well, and or they just had pride in what they were doing. But we had about half the team that you know gave up twenty games into mm-hmm. the season, and and it was uh, it, it was a it was a collection of guys who had been great players, mm. Charlie Scott, right. George McGinnis, uh, a guy named Tom Boswell, who I think was out of South Carolina maybe, okay. guys that were really great players. I mean, McGinnis yeah. and Charlie oh, Scott are Hall of Famers, yep. but they, they had already retired. Uh, they just were still drawing a paycheck there. They, they, uh, you know, they had squeezed that lemon dry. There was nothing left there, and uh, not. I mean, not only was the losing bad, but just you know, going to practice and getting on an airplane. And it's, no, it was it was miserable. <laughs> it was miserable. All right, well, Isla and Louie hanging out with you until noon. We are out at Martini Italian Bistro today in the East End. If you want to come out, uh, you can find us starting at 11 o'clock for lunch, uh, hanging out. Our guy Marcus, who actually made the introduction, is here. Um, I, I almost, I, I'm stunned it took him until 10 o'clock to get here. I thought he'd be here like 8.30, like wait for Dan Issel. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, family stuff uh, with Marcus, of course. But, um, yeah, so uh, celebrating a Cards win last night. Yes, uh, yes. with, with black coffee and a, and a glass of water. <laughs> um, so, uh, so let's go ahead and forecast. I mean, do, do you think they can win 
the other Georgia Tech game, and not just that, do you think they will win the other Georgia Tech game? That is the third uh, and last game of the regular I, season. I, I don't. I, well, sure they can. And, you know, maybe, just maybe, this will, will – I mean, we talked about it. There are teams that they have no shot of beating right. a lot of them right. left on the schedule. But maybe this will, you know, kind of spur something that, you know, it, it, it's worth going to the – gym every day mm. it's worth going to the weight room right. it's worth putting in the time and and so you know maybe they win two or three more games but that i don't know i think that speaks to how how down this had gotten where you know and and we we kind of made fun of it but or i did i want to put you in there like a core four comes in and guys are laughing at how hard he's playing mm. well he's mm. he as far as he's concerned he's one and one Right, right. So that, that's a like, <laughs> great point. You know what I mean? For that's him, a it, great for point. Him, it's a very different yeah. experience and season. Um, plus, I mean, I, I have to imagine growing up in Lagos and then going to NBA Africa. Even with how nice NBA Africa, I'm sure is, it ain't Denny Crum Hall. No, right. No, and so no. this is a yeah. considerable step Absolutely. up in lifestyle for that guy. Absolutely, right? and, and it's his. It's his chance. It's he's his, never played in something. It's like the his young opportunity. Absolutely. You know. Um, so maybe that, maybe they capture something with that. They're just so otherwise bad, Dan. Yeah. And, and he's still, I mean, he's rough around the edges. I mean, he, oh, no, he, he, no. he would follow this table. Yeah. He, mean, like, he'll, <laughs> he'll be raw. He'll be raw for, for a, a good long while. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, you know, they've got a chance to win a couple more games, but the, I, I, I don't feel as confident about any of the games left on the schedule as I did last night. But hopefully it's a step forward for them. The good thing for the rest of the season is there's only one more regional sports network game, and that's the, the other Georgia Tech game. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'll get to watch the game. So, um, that's, that's good. But uh, No, just listening last night even, you know, and, and I don't want to pick on the guys because the, the calls are always really good, but with Bob and with, um, you know, with Paul, there was a – there was a trepidation when it got down to two points yeah. that, oh, crap, here we We've go. We've okay. seen this again. Yeah, We've exactly. seen this before. We've never seen two halves yeah. where they're, they're better than the other yeah, team. It, not, not even, uh, by the way, not even good halves, just better than the other team. And last night, that's all it was. Right. They weren't good halves. And that's okay. <laughs> just at this point, frankly, just, you know, and, and it's a parallel to Kentucky basketball that way. Don't worry about style of play. And actually, the, the, I thought the article in the Herald Leader today proves that they listen to this show that – you and I have been talking about forget the big picture stuff, just concentrate on each game. Right. And who cares if it's ugly, just right. go get the wins. Um, and, and Louisville is obviously in that spot. Yeah. 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 No, they, they, they are. But, uh, but you know, that was, it, 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 it was good. I, I listened on the radio coming up, or actually, I was, uh, couldn't get the station down in Tennessee, so I was listening on the app. Sure. Uh, one criticism, I would say, of the call. Why is the crowd noise so loud? I mean, you can barely hear Bob and Paul talk because they've got, you know, and, and you know, don't don't play with us. We know there's 4,000 people there. Why, why is the crowd noise so loud? Last night, it was like two 12-year-old boys who were, like, screaming the same things over and over and over again. <laughs> um, the other problem with that is if someone decides they're going to start cursing, yeah, you just pick that up, and that's what they run with. You know, I'm sure you've noticed this at at baseball teams. They just hang mics right over yeah. the crowd. Yeah, and if you get the wrong guy sitting under that mic, it's a problem. Right? He thinks it's the umpire, a problem. Yeah, Byron needs to know what problem. F-bombs sound like. Yeah. That's a problem. You know, yeah. so it's uh, it's it's its own thing. But I think it's for the uh, to create the ambiance. Frankly, if they wanted to, they should probably just play like 
piped-in crowd noise on the broadcast if they're worried about it not sounding like they're there. Yeah, live. well, I, I thought I thought the crowd noise when when you knew there was nobody there. I thought, but the I'm with crowd you. I, I think overpowering. part of the part of the job of being live at a sporting event and announcing it is to capture the the feel of the event. And so to turn up the crowd noise is a disservice for what this season is. There's no one there. No. Or very no. few people there. I right. should, should right. speak in absolutes on this. You should hear the echoes in that stadium. That's part of the experience this year. If you go to U of L game, literally 75% of the seats are empty. That should be part of the experience. That should be part of the listening experience as well. So I'm with you. I, you know, yeah, I, I know. I've, you know, I, these I, attempts was... to like keep the camera low so you don't see the empty seats and stadiums. Right. Yeah. yeah. Shame on the cameras. Show me that no one's at the Boston College yeah. game. Show me. That's what Boston College is going through right now. Yeah. No one's going to games at Chestnut Hill. We should know that. You're you're documenting the event for me. I agree. D- I know. agree. But but listening yes. to the post game show uh, with Paul and Bob, they were they were saying the same thing you just said. Is uh, we made, you know, we being Louisville made the big plays down the stretch. We hit the big basket. They absolutely. <laughs> that three-pointer by Lance, yeah. was, that was classic. <laughs> but, but you know, you could, it, it was almost like you could hear in their voices, you know, the, the, uh, we, we thought, here it comes again, yes. and, and it didn't. We, we were the ones who made the big shots. Paul's calls on the threes last night <laughs> at the end of the game sounded like they were playing in a significant game. Yeah. Because yeah. he was so surprised that they were making <laughs> And I'm not picking on him, but that's but that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's the kind of experience that you want is that the season's down. So when Kamari Lance hits a big three, well, Kamari Lance hit a big three. That's the response you <laughs> yeah. want, right? You want, yeah. and and that's the good thing about a guy like Paul Rogers. He's, he's at every game. I think yeah. he missed like a game for a, a football game or something. But like he's he's been there. He knows what three and nineteen feels like because he's on the plane. He's you know, right. traveling. Yeah. No. Like, he knows all of it. And so that I, I thought that that was. I remember him reacting. I was like, oh, this isn't. A, and I'm like. Actually, that is a big shot. For what they're doing this year, that's a big that, shot. Huge, yeah. huge. And, and, and I, I kind of had to recalibrate my brain. And, and, and I haven't heard Paul and Bob do many games. I mean, it's got to be on one hand. But And I, and I think they do a great job. They do a I, job. Paul yeah. Rogers is terrific. And that's why he's been doing it for as long as he's been sure. doing it. But and they let him do it as long as he but, wants exactly, to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But turn the crowd noise down a little bit. <laughs> All right. We'll have to break here. First hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Kentucky Tourism and KentuckyTourism.com. Whenever you're planning an outing in the state of Kentucky, we ask you to go there first, KentuckyTourism.com. We'll here at Martini Italian Bistro in the East End in the Paddock Shop. So come find us for lunch. They open at 11. Uh, come say hi to all the folks out here. Jim's here. Uh, Marcus is out here. Go, come say hi to everybody. Um, and as we have heard today, if you need a serving job, this I can't, I can't imagine a better place to work than this. But um, I'm going to see if I can get Prime a job. <laughs> ben Roberts is next. But uh, after that, we'll find out. We'll share your work here, here on 680 <laughs> This segment with Dan Issel and Louis Rabot is presented by KentuckyTourism.com. All right, welcome back in. Issel and Louis here on a Thursday out at Martini Italian Bistro in the East End, opening at 11, so come on out for lunch today. Uh, we're on ESPN 680-1057 until noon. Bobby V's got you after that, and then, of course, our guys uh, on the first replay, Sweezy and Streetle will be uh, taking you until 6 o'clock, local programming here all day. 
uh, hanging out. Our normal spot here with Ben Roberts is sponsored by the place that we're at, Martini Bistro, martinilouisville.com. Check out all the specials there. Maybe come in for brunch on a weekend. I've yet to do that, Ben. Are you a brunch guy? Me? Um, no, Ben. I, I know oh, you ben. Ben. If I sleep in, I am. I don't know if that constitutes breakfast or not. <laughs> if you haven't had breakfast, you go ahead and eat brunch. I love brunch, I love brunch food. Uh, it just depends on when I eat it, I guess. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Ben Roberts, at Ben Roberts HL on Twitter. Find all their stuff, Kentucky.com slash sports. For all the stuff at the Herald Leader, um, I, I have a feeling we're going to talk a lot about that game coming up on Saturday. But first, let's go through. Uh, Case and Wallace out. Cats still get the nine-point win in Oxford. What were your sort of general takeaways on that one? Um, You know, I think going into this week, especially that game, you know, they just had to win it. Uh, you know, I don't think it really mattered how they won it as long as they won it. And uh, that's probably good because, you know, other than Antonio Reeves, there weren't a whole lot of, of bright spots or highlights throughout that win. Obviously with Kaysen, you know, I think they thought he was going to play and, and that got kind of shaken up um, day of the game. So you're kind of playing on the fly. But also Ole Miss is missing their, their two best scorers. So, you know, it's a game that really on paper – you would think Kentucky would go in there and it would be a good opportunity to kind of blow the doors off of them early, maybe maybe get some minutes for some guys who um, don't usually get to play. Uh, that obviously was not the case. Um, so, you know, not I don't think there's a whole lot of positive takeaways to, to come out of that game other than they won and that's all they needed to do. And, and you just look ahead to Florida. Any updates on Kaysen? Is it just a one-game thing? Was this a – and Dan and I kind of speculated, hey, we think we can beat Ole Miss without the best scores if you sit the sit this one out. Um, any updates on him? Is he going to be good to go for Saturday? Yeah, I think it's just going to be another one of those game-time decisions. Uh, you know, it sounded, it sounded like it actually happened in the, in the Kansas game, uh, but then he practiced after that and, and seemed to be fine, and then it, it, it sounded like he just kind of took a it, – it wasn't a – you know, it wasn't a contact thing. It wasn't a full scrimmage thing. It was just kind of a him on his own and taking a weird step. And, uh, you know, apparently he, he just said ouch or something like that. And, and they were like, yeah, we're not, you're not doing it tonight. Let's, uh, let's hold off on this and let you rest and, and hopefully, uh, get ready for Florida. So it's, it doesn't sound like it's anything that's going to keep him out long term. But, you know, how those things are, especially with knees, you want to, want to make sure you're 100%, and especially a guard like him, you know, cutting and running and, and all the stuff he's going to have to do. Uh, I think they'll, they'll, it'll probably be one of those, uh, you know, pregame warm-up type deals, see how he feels. Ben, I thought uh, LaFonso Ellis made an interesting comment at halftime uh, back in the studio. He said, uh, he, he mentioned the bench, and he said there was no excitement, no enthusiasm I made the point yesterday, is this team starting to feel the pressure of of the expectations and, and maybe underperforming? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I'd have to go back and look at that because, you know, one thing I was impressed with, especially after that string of losses in December, is, um, you know, I know Adu Thoreau, um Lance Ware, there were some guys over there that really, I think they noticed that. They noticed that, that the bitch didn't have much life and they took it upon themselves to, to kind of, you know, be almost a six man over there when they weren't on the court. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I know when the bench shortens, uh, guys probably walk into the gym knowing they're not going to play mm. and suck some life out of you. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it, it, it it's something that with Kyle's teams, I mean, this is kind of the trend he always has is that guys get opportunities, even if they're, you know, 
in short about uh, short amount of time on the court at, at once um, early in the season, and then when you get to about this point, he tries to cut it down to to seven, eight, even six guys sometimes. So if you're not in that group, I you know I could see where your head's maybe not in it as much. But yeah, that's something that they're you know I'm sure the coaches are going to notice too, and and hopefully uh, you know or they hope I'm sure to to address that. Yeah, uh, and I don't know how they earn more playing time. I was I was impressed. I thought Collins played the the few minutes that he got. I I thought Collins played as well as he's played all year, and I was surprised that he didn't get back in in the second half. Yeah, I completely agree, and I mean, especially in his case, that's somebody that you want to you know build him up as much as you possibly can. And I think that's a game and a matchup where, um, you know, he only played a couple minutes and he did he did some really good stuff in those, yeah. those couple minutes. Uh, and, and that's a spot I think you could probably get him some more time and continue to build up his confidence. And I think that matchup was favorable for him. Uh, you know, Cal would say that I don't think he's going to like playing Oscar and Damian at the same time. Um, so if, if – Damien is out there that means Oscar's sitting but again you know I don't know that that's a bad thing especially uh against that team uh in that in that environment um you know I, I I don't know that that's just the way he's always been uh you know people have talked a lot about Bryce Hopkins over the last week or so and I think he was a good example of that <laughs> last season where yeah you know he he didn't earn earn I guess the minutes to be out there for 25 30 minutes a game but there were certainly some spots especially in that SEC schedule where they had some guys down where you figure you know surely you can get this kid four six eight minutes a game especially after what he did to LSU uh, with the run he got in that game open for lunch six days a week here Tuesday through Sunday at Martini come find us at 11 o'clock Dan's out here uh, he likes to write his name, so if you want to come do that, we could do that as well. <laughs> um, ben, uh, early in the season, it was it was fashionable to take runs at Xavier Wheeler, um, and now we hear rumblings about the guy, about Oscar Sheebway, and that is an uncomfortable thing for many people because I think everybody likes Oscar, and obviously after last season, don't want to say anything negative about him. But is his defense getting to the point of being a liability? Well, I mean, it's certainly already been a liability at some points this season. Um, Cal says he liked what he did more actually in the Ole Miss game than he had in previous games, uh, especially playing with his hands up. Um, he's, he liked, uh, you know, what some of the, especially Sabir, uh, CJ kind of fighting through that screen when they play that pick and roll ball screen action. Um, you know, it's, it's something they've got to figure out and they've got to do consistently. It can't just be a game here or there where they get it right. Uh, they, and you're going to, you know, you, I think it's become a narrative so much that, and rightfully so, but it's become a narrative so much that every time somebody scores on them, it's like, oh, you know, the world is ending. They're gonna, teams are gonna get <laughs> right. points off those ball screen and pick and roll sets. That you know, that that's gonna happen. It's just a matter of how often it happens, and and more so how bad, especially Oscar looks when that happens. You know, you know, sometimes you can be in the right spots and you just get beat. Uh, sometimes you're going to have a hiccup here or there, but when you talk about like what happened in that Alabama game uh, and some others, that can't happen. Uh, you know, if this team gets to March, that 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 opposing teams in the NCAA tournament are going to try to pick at that as much as they possibly can. So yeah, I mean, it's been a liability this season. It, it, now it's a matter of doing 
you know, I don't think Oscar Sheboy is ever going to be the greatest uh, lateral movement defender in, in college basketball. It's certainly not going to happen in the next six weeks. <laughs> so it's just a matter of, of getting him to the point where, where it's not as much of a liability and, and teams can't just constantly attack you on it. All right, Ben. So Dan's traveling to Lexington tomorrow night for dinner. He's going to be in Lexington all day Saturday. Goose Gibbons lives in Lexington. Can we get, just on the record here, that Dan and Goose should be coaching Oscar on defense for the next week? <laughs> what do you think about that? Is that a good idea? I don't know. That's, that's, a, that's a Dan question. That's, uh, if, if, you, if, if there's like a one-on-one uh, training session or something and crafts are up, I would love to be invited to, uh, I, to watch. I mean, it was, the Rupp, it was the Rupp Issel Pratt. Basketball camp, right? Absolutely. I mean, let's let's reprise yeah, that. You boy. There you go. I mean, look at all the graduates from that we had. <laughs> Oscar hey, never went to that. I'm no, just saying. No. I'm just saying. Hey, hey, Ben, you you mentioned CJ. Um, he how how much longer can he stay in the lineup, uh, or, or at least playing as many minutes as he has? Because you look at his stat line, and and I agree with you. He's doing a great job. He's fighting over screens. He's better defensively. Uh, on the offensive end, uh, 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 I mean, his confidence is shot, isn't it? It is, but, I, you know, anyway, I mean, his minutes weren't there in the second half against Ole Miss, and I don't know if that's just a, uh, you know, Cal wanted to go with different lineups. Obviously, he had to keep Antonio out on the court the way he was playing and shooting the ball. Right. Um, or if it's going to be a sign of, of things for the future. I, my opinion is for this team to make any sort of run at all, the remainder of the season and in March, you've got to have C.J. Frederick be that guy who's capable of, of hitting a three at, at any point in the game. And, and you would hope hitting, you know, a few threes at any point in the game. Uh, it's certainly not there now. He's, he's five for 26 over his last five games. He's shooting right around 25% since he came back from that injury. And I've, you know, people who have been in a lot of practices over the last, you know, two, three weeks have said that he's lights, he still lights out in practice. He's still hitting a ton of shots. But, I, you know, I've got to think that finger has got to, whether it's, even if it's, even if it's a, a mental thing, um, you know, that, that's got to be bothering him uh, with that shooting hand because we just haven't really, you know, shooters go through slumps, but we haven't really seen something like this out of him in his past. And this is a guy, you know, for the amount of experience he has, uh, it's a, it's about the best body of work you can have as a three point shooter. Going back to his high school days, I mean, he he was a lights out guy from out there. So, I, it it really it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I think if you're Cal, if you're Kentucky, you just got to keep putting them out there and keep telling them to shoot. Um, obviously, open shots don't force anything. But if you've got an open shot, take it. No, you know, no matter the circumstances, because they've got to get him with his confidence back and. And they've got to have him as a threat um, down the stretch here. Yeah, we we had a saying for that, Ben. It was MVPP, most valuable practice player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we've seen that with with uh, Kentucky players in the past um, uh, who have been. You, you know, you hear like, oh, in practice, he, he's he he can't miss from three, and then you get in rough, and he can't make it. And, with CJ, I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it this season. Obviously, his body of work at Iowa is amazing as a three-point shooter. So yeah. it just doesn't, you know, it, it it's not one of those where, uh, you know, the fans and, and everybody have never seen it. We've seen it with this kid. It's just not happening right now. Ben Roberts with us at Ben Roberts HL on Twitter, Kentucky.com slash sports for all the stuff down at the Herald Leader. All right, more surprising that a Jeff Capel coached pit team 
that was down three possessions against Carolina, one last night at Carolina, or that Kenny Payne won that game? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think at this point, anytime Louisville puts one in the column, that's going to be more surprising than whatever uh, whatever head-to-head alternative you, you have there in a, in a question like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, the, the big win for Kenny, obviously, first ACC win. Um, it'll be interesting to see. You know, I, I think we all know, you know, how this season's going to play out for the most part. Uh, the interesting thing there is going to be, um, you know, what they can do in the transfer portal, if they can make any sort of reclass splash or anything with a, with a major recruit, uh, and, and get that roster in a little better, uh, a little better shape going into next season and, and see what they can do there. But yeah, but I mean, you know, what, what Pitt's done. Uh, what I think they're nine and three in the ACC now, yeah. and they're they're yep. they're on the right side of the bubble even before that, um, at least in some brackets, even before that that uh, win in Chapel Hill last night. So yeah, that's you know I remember the beginning of the conference schedule when they when they started winning some games. I, I was I was surprised to see that, and then to see you know the ACC is not great by any means this season, but to see their league record is is uh, is has been interesting. Uh, speaking about being on the bubble, Ben, uh, what uh, Louie and I have a friendly wager. I still think Kentucky's going to be a single-digit seed. Um, what do they have to do the rest of the year? What, what do you see their record? Who do they have to beat uh, so that they can comfortably be in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, as far as comfortably be in the NCAA tournament, um you know that the Auburn game switched back into the quad one category, uh, so that gives them seven more of those games uh, down the stretch. Uh, I think they've got to they've got to win more than half of them um, to 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 comfortably be in the tournament. To to be a single digit team, uh, you know, I think they've got to probably do something like five and two in that stretch and win the rest of their games, which you know Florida. Is not in that the Florida home game at least Saturday night is not in that group and that's the team coming off a huge win last night, uh, really good defensive team that's that's a really good half court defense team that, that can kind of settle in and, and make things tough on you and, and we'll see how Kentucky deals with that, um, but yeah I, I you know I, <laughs> every other game on this schedule these these last nine games on the schedule I think going into it. I don't know that you should be surprised with what, whatever outcome comes out of it. I, I think that's just how up in the air the rest of the season goes. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I think a single-digit, single-digit uh, single uh, NCAA tournament seed might be a little, a little ambitious at this point. I, I think. I think they're well, just hoping to get in right now. Let's go. Whoa, whoa, wait a second. Let's go. I, I think I found it. I think I found another pigeon. <laughs> I think I found another pigeon. You want to make a bet, Ben? Hey, so this was a this was a recent wager that you uh, you did here this week, right? Yeah, yeah. This week, yeah. No, it's certainly it's certainly possible. I'm not, you know, it's certainly possible for sure. Uh, again, I think they could. I mean, they could win out, and I don't know that I would be shocked, but they could also go four and five, and I, I wouldn't be shocked. Listen, you talk about uh, last night Florida beating Tennessee. Listen, this just shows, and we've talked about this all season, how wide open this is. Listen to this stat, Ben. Tennessee last night was the 10th team to be ranked second that has lost. (laughs) Ten teams have been ranked second in the country and have gotten beat. Is that amazing? 
Yeah, it is amazing. And, the uh, you know, even in the number one spot, there's been quite a bit of turnover through a few different teams. Uh, and, and some of the, you know, some of the lopsided scores that, that we've seen from, you know, before Kansas had their little skid, you know, they lose at home by 20-plus points. I thought they were the best team in the country uh, before that skid. We, we've seen some other teams not only lose, but lose by double digits uh, um, in in games that going in you would think they would have won. So, yeah, it's it, it seems to be pretty wide open right now. I mean, Purdue's obviously unanimous number one, and, and they've got Zach Eady, but, you know, just kind of watching that team, that's also a team that you get to the NCAA tournament, and would anybody be shocked if, if an eight or nine seed beat them in the second round if they could figure out a way to uh, to get around Edie and, and make some other guys beat you? I, I, I certainly don't think so. I, I don't think there's any team in the country that you feel super comfortable penciling into the, the second week in the NCAA tournament at this point. The uh, Goose Givens, Dan Issel basketball camp coming up this week. <laughs> Everyone tune in. <laughs> Ben Roberts with us from the Herald Leader at Ben Roberts HL. All right, so let's get into Saturday. Look, you, you wrote the piece about Mike Pratt that's up right now at Kentucky.com slash sports. Um, are these the fun stories? Yes. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot more fun. I got to talk to Dan earlier this week. Um, I talked to Marsha Pratt yesterday and, and obviously Tom Leach uh, earlier this week, too. And no, it, it's a, yeah, it's certainly a lot more fun um, to, to get to write stories like this but most of all just getting to hear stories and people talk about um you know mike and and then delving into you know some more research i I was looking back into some newspaper archives i don't know if i told dan this or not it might have been right after i talked to him but i found a uh story of when uh coach hall um drove up to dayton with the with the scholarship papers uh and went to mike's house and met with his family and uh you know closed that out and they had a picture of obviously an, an 18-year-old Mike Pratt next to uh, Joe B with the you know the the dark uh, rimmed glasses and, and you know Mike looked like <laughs> just an 18-year-old version of Mike. Joe B, I'd seen a lot of pictures of him from back then, and and even he really didn't look like himself. But it, it was fun to read those stories and and uh, obviously you know see photos like that. Just yeah, it's, it's always it's always you know a lot more fun to to do stuff like this. Yeah, you talked about Coach Hall taking the uh, the scholarship papers up to date, and you didn't mention the check he had with him, too. Oh, no. <laughs> you want to tell that do some, do some journalism. Come on. Be better, man. That wasn't in the story from uh, 1966 in the, in the Lexington Leader. Oh, I'm just teasing. Ben, that, that, was, a, that was a great article, and, and when we talked earlier this week, uh, you said that uh, you were thinking about maybe doing just a little thumbnail sketch on uh, on everybody that does have their jersey retired how much fun has that uh, has that been to look back at yeah well, yeah i was looking more at that last night and actually i have that up on my computer right now uh for for later on this afternoon but yes yeah, so, you know it's it's uh and that's another one where i've kind of gone through and, and looked at some some photos and um you know you kind of get you, you have to do it and finish out the story but then you find yourself uh you know reading for two hours about bill spivey and and his past and and you know some other players like that and you kind of have to refocus yourself but you know all of it's so interesting and um you you know every you know every player that's up there uh, obviously has a has a you know a, a 
a story behind them and and you want to you, you find yourself just out of general interest kind of kind of diving into it uh and having to refocus yourself and and try to try to finish these things out you know i think the biggest debate i have in my head ben and ben roberts with us you know there's a great photo on here of uh dan and mike in belted short shorts <laughs> who do you think had better legs in college dan issel or mike pratt is that a is that a question for Dan? <laughs> well, well, we know what Dan's going to say. What, what I wondered, what I wondered was, what was the genesis of that photograph? Because there's there's Mike and Coach Rupp and me, and then there's Randy Poole, Art Labe, and Bill Busey who never saw the floor. I was I was wondering, do you know do you know what that why that photo came about? Was that well, Randy? Randy was in your class, right? Was that all yeah. in that '96 class? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it was the, '69. Uh, so, so would everybody have been a senior going into that '69 '70 season? I'd have to look that up, but I, that would be my my hunch. There we go, Ben. I can hear you now. Are you there? Oh, yep, yep. There we go. Okay, okay. I didn't know if it was you or us. You're good. I was going to say, I, I thought Randy Poole was in their class, and I, my hunch would be that, that all those guys were seniors in 69-70, which is when that photo was taken. But I oh, have okay. That all up. right. Yeah, Dan that's, that's what it on that one, obviously. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly what it was. Because, uh, yeah, Randy and, and Bill Busey and, uh, and Art Labe were all, uh, were all part of that class. So that must have uh, – there, there were 11 of us, if you can believe that. There were 11 of us on scholarship in that class, and I think those are the five that made it to the... Like official to, scholarship or like the Adolf Rupp scholarship? No, no, oh, because, yeah. because um, Phil Argento was the only scholarship player in the year ahead of us. Oh, okay. They had five. Bobby Hiles, I think his name was, transferred. The other three didn't make their grades that semester. So oh. Kentucky, we had, we had the, uh, there were 11 or maybe 12 guys on scholarship my freshman year wait a minute so rupp let someone fail a class like, <laughs> no, like he wasn't like visiting professors my, like, hey, my, get, my get, guess get is thing. my guess is knowing coach rupp my guess <laughs> is they couldn't play and even if they did pass the class he got them <laughs> went man. the other way with it <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> were you you were number 11 in that class weren't you dan i was the last like, one yeah yeah. yeah, Mike How was smart. the 10th commitment, and then I think yeah. you Jeez. had not committed yet. Yeah, no, there were uh, there were six there were six people from. Uh, I mean, they signed almost the entire All Star team from Kentucky that year. They had uh, Casey and Busey from Shelbyville, uh, uh, Wheeler and and uh, Spears from Ashland. Uh, Jimmy Dinwiddie, Terry Mills—they had almost every all-star in Kentucky sign. And then they had Randy Poole from Tennessee, Labe from Florida, guy from Alabama, uh, Pratt and I, another guy from Kentucky uh, that went to Lexington Catholic. No, no, you're right. I, I was uh, I was the last one to sign in that class. So. Unbelievable. All right. Well, Ben Roberts with us. Uh, he's presented by Martini Italian Bistro, which is where Dan and I are today. So if you wanted to come out, open it in about five, ten minutes here. Uh, come get some lunch here in the East End. All right. Uh, so Saturday, we haven't really gotten into the game itself. Florida, obviously impressive. Double-digit win last night against Tennessee. Tennessee seems to be the 
all-on or all-off team in the SEC this year. Um, what did you make of that game last night, and what do you think is – I mean, if, if Kaysen doesn't go on Saturday, should we be a little worried about the matchup? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, from here on out, you you got to be a little worried, especially after what happened in the, you know the four game win streak, and, and you know especially the spacing looking a lot better, uh, them clicking a little bit more. Um, you know, I would with Tennessee. You know, last night they're just a team, and it happened against Kentucky too. That you know, offensively they can just you know really turn it off uh on certain nights and i I think as good a defensive team as they are that's got to worry you uh you know if you're a tennessee fan to put four or six games together in the ncaa tournament uh, i think that could be a liability there but florida is a very very good defensive team a very sound defensive team they're not a team that really turns you over a whole lot they're a team that can just kind of settle in and, and make things tough on you a good rim protecting team obviously with castleton in there uh, one of the one of the better shot blockers, certainly in the league, and you know, really in the country. Um, but yeah, they're they're they defend the three point line very well. Uh, opposing teams are having a tough time hitting shots against them out there. So, uh, you know, I'm really going to be interested to see if this game kind of uh, you know settles into half Kentucky's half court offense against Florida's half court defense, and then if if, if Casey Wallace isn't in there, that could complicate things a little bit more for Kentucky. Uh, but I imagine. You know, that environment they had for the Kansas game Saturday night was was certainly the best since, you know, the the COVID shutdown um, and and one of the best in the last few years for, for sure. And I would imagine a Saturday night game against a team like Florida, and, you know, I would hope uh, some extra people would come out for, for Mike's ceremony. I, I think it could be a similar, uh, similar environment uh, this Saturday. So that's obviously got to help Kentucky. Yeah, I, I, I sure hope so. That's going to be a lot of fun. Last one from me, Ben. We always appreciate your time. Good stuff. Uh, we talked earlier this week about Southern Hoops. Now, you said uh, you said you had gotten a preview uh, before it was on Monday night. Have you, have you got a preview for the rest of the series, or is that the only one you've seen? Yeah, no, they only sent me the first one. I was actually, I've been meaning to see if I could get some future episodes because uh, I know, I really enjoyed, you know, we talked about it, I really enjoyed the the first episode and thought it was really well done. And, I, yep. you know, I think the uh, a good sign if you're doing something like that is if after the first episode is over, do you want to watch the second episode? And I would have watched the second episode if I had it, you know, right then. So. Um, anybody who hasn't seen it, I would encourage them to check it out. And I know Mondays, this coming Monday, is going to be 1960 through 1970, which would would obviously be your era. I know they're gonna they're gonna spend quite a bit of time, I would imagine, on the uh, the Texas Western game of 1966. I'm interested to see, you know, how they how they treat that. Um, but the first episode was, I would say, what probably 80 percent Kentucky basketball, and I imagine yep. a, a lot of future ones will be. Not too far off that. Yeah, well, there you go. All right, Ben Roberts, at Ben Roberts HL on Twitter, and, of course, at Kentucky.com slash sports with the Herald Leader. Uh, ben, last question for you. We're at an Italian restaurant, Bistro, of course, uh, Martini Bistro, of course. Are you a pasta guy or a pizza guy? I'm a pizza guy. Uh, also, uh, big Italian sandwich guy. If I had been mm. able to make it out there this afternoon, you had talked up the uh, you know the, oh, the meatball yeah. sandwich, meatball oh, sub yeah. that they have. I think it's a lunch special sometimes, so. I was going to be looking for that on the menu, but I feel like every time we uh, every time we talk, I pull up the menu when when you're doing the promo there and see about twelve <laughs> different things one. I'd like to try. So 
was disappointed I wasn't able to make it over there, uh, you know, today, but, but hopefully sometime here in the near future. All right, we'll talk to him next week. He's the pizza man, Ben Roberts. Thank you, Thanks, sir. Ben. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. All right, Ben Roberts. There you go. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ben Roberts, presented I... by Martini Bistro at Martini Bistro. How about that? Well, little, little meta meta. How about that? How about you that? You like that? Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. You going to read us out of here? I am. That sounds As soon great. as I get it out. <laughs> as soon as I get it out of my briefcase. <laughs> a reminder that this hour of the show is brought to you by Kentucky Tourism. When you're ready to explore the outdoors, there's no better place than home. Hike, bike, paddle, fish, or even venture deep underground. This is Kentucky. Come see for yourself. Never too early to plan those summer vacations at KentuckyTourism.com. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it, but then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.